Oh, we had a bunch of Todd's art attacks. We had a ton of art attacks. Which makes my life a living hell. What? I think we had like five of them. We had a bunch. It's catching on again. It's con season. It's back. That always helps. You know what I mean? Did I tell you I'm going to New York? Most likely. Uh, I think we've discussed most likely, yes. Yes, as long as no money sets me back. I'm trying to... I'm trying to. I'm definitely going. Maybe for f- without buying anything, mm-hmm. but I may go and buy something if uh, I can come up with some money. We'll see. We have to. We have to really push those Amazon click-throughs so Todd can go to New York. All right. See if we push them now, they'll be here in October. That doesn't matter because I'll use the credit card and it'll pay them. Oh, okay. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. Like, I don't care. Like, it's the risk I'm willing to run. Because I'll keep, I'll keep checking with you. I'll be like, how we doing? How we doing? So I can buy more stuff on credit. <sighs> Joe. I don't know what's going on, uh, in these parts. Um, cause we just had to drop 500 on a new, uh, water heater. Oh, that's, uh, did you, that's interesting. Right. Cause that's what crippled me last year was the water heater exploding and it cost me. Now, did you pay 500 for the water heater or did you like with instant, like what was it? With installation, or did you do it yourself? Well, huh. no. Hey, listen. So this is this is the show, by the way. Okay. This is, this is Long Box Heroes After Dark, number one hundred forty-three. Um. So we our our bathroom has been a disaster for months. Mm-hmm. The faucets broke. Right. And when we bought this house twelve plus years ago, twelve and a half years ago, it was a custom built counter cabinets and sink right and there's nothing off the rack that fits oh and the way that our bathroom is set up the door opens into the bathroom right Mm -hmm. and the door opens flush up against the 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 cabinet the cabinet the countertop because it's custom made if we got the smallest off the rack Mm-hmm. It's two inches out further than our current setup. So your door wouldn't open at a 90. It would be closed a little. Right. It, like, it would not open flush all the mm-hmm. way. It would be like, it would open like 75. Right. We didn't want to have to do that, but unfortunately we've, you know, we've almost had to do that. Now the other problem is, with the way that our water system was set up, is even with the water turned off to the sink because the faucets were broke, mm-hmm. water would just pour out of the faucets anyway. Because there's no release valve in the house. There's so no the, shutoff? There's, well, there is a shutoff, but there's a little tiny bit that trickles through, and it needs to go somewhere, so it would always come out of that. Unless mm-hmm. we completely turn the hot water off. until we needed to use it, which is what we had been doing for the last several months. 
We had been noticing, though, when we had been turning the water on to use it for showers and to do the dishes and run the dishwasher and stuff like that, we would notice that what was coming out of the faucet in the bathroom was more and more and more and more. Okay. Then we noticed it was more and more and more, and it wasn't as hot. Right. We noticed we were getting more less and less hot water. Then this past Thursday, we went down, and there was like a puddle. And the entire bottom of it was, like the entire bottom part of the water here was soaked. Mm-hmm. We had gotten a new water heater. You know, we moved in here February of 2005. We had to get a new water heater in November of 2005. So, wait, the same month? The same year. Oh, wait, what did you, what month did you move in? We moved in in February. Okay, I see what you said. We had to okay. buy a new water heater in November. What heats your water? Gas, electric? Gas. Okay, that's, that's, uh, Okay. But my brother does this sort of thing for a living. Oh, well, that's good. If I had known that, I would have called him. But anyway, we'll get to that. You now know that, and now you could do that. Mm-hmm. Now, unfortunately, it's gonna be it's on his schedule, and luckily, it worked out that he didn't have work on Friday, and we were out of town. We left Friday night, but he came up. He was here at nine o'clock. And he had it done, installed, cleaned up the whole thing in two hours. That's about what I, the guy I paid yeah. to do it. Um, but I see when I blew my water heater out years ago um, and I changed it because now I've lived in this house my whole life. Um, but I've been responsible for the, this water heater and the one before it. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, long story short, the house was my father's. And my grand, like that side of the, the the family, when my mother and father got divorced, it was real amicable. Like that's the one thing that I can really say about that was everything was good. And as long as me and my brother were in high school, my mother didn't have to pay rent. So we, they took care of the house and everything. And then when I got older, we paid rent. And then when I started to work for after I graduated, and then when I worked for my father for peanuts like minimum wage in the quarry that we stole. Um, we, he ended up, you know, giving me the house later for, you know, not paying me any money, if, if you know what I mean. So then I, I became responsible for the water heaters and me and my brother put the last water heater in and it was no problem because my brother can solder. My brother was a certified welder at the time, but my brother had three back operations right? and he has fused discs and everything. And then I don't know if you know this, Joe, I had a bit of a medical problem recently. Sure. So oh, I was thing. like, yeah, I was like, we're not carrying water heaters up and down steps and doing all this. So when it blew up, I had somebody do it, and it ended up costing me five, six hundred for the water heater, and then two, two fifty for the installation. Oh, okay. But but I could have paid less. You know what I mean? Right. If if we had put it in. But my brother was in no condition. I couldn't find anybody, and I was tired of driving up my brothers to take showers. You know what I mean? So it became, fuck it, just pay the money because I had no choice and put it on the credit card. Right. And with us, you know, we have money that we've been squirreling away toward getting the bathroom taken care of, so we had the mm-hmm. money for it. And it ended up being just like a hair under five in, mm-hmm. You know, installed because you know it's my brother, so I get the literal good brother discount. Right now, when I said if I 
if I was going to ask your brother for help, I would not like, oh, come fucking fix my water heater. You know what I mean? Right, right. But I'd rather give him the money, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. Well, your cousin mm-hmm. recently contacted me because he needed my brother to do something little. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, okay, well, how much of a rush is it? So on and so forth. You know, I'll be over when I when I can. And he did. And he goes, I was, it was like, it was done in like 20 minutes. Right. Now, is he a plumber? Yes. Okay, I didn't know if he did plumbing. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, or if that was if water heaters was his dealy and stuff like that, like boiler. I, you know, you never know. You know, right? Well, he he, like I said, he put the last one in back in November of mm-hmm. two thousand five. He put this one in when we changed our heat over from oil to gas. He did the whole thing. Ooh, that's good to know. How do you like gas? I like it. It's cheap. It's cheap, and you know what I like about it? Hmm. Uh. There, it's it. There's no stopping it into your house. You don't have to reorder. Right. You just you it, don't have to call you know, the oil it, man. Yeah, and it's then my free wife f- calls the oil man, and they think it's a child prank calling them, so they don't return the call. Mm-hmm. You know, it was worse. Coal. Did you did you ever no. have a coal furnace? No. Um. When I was little, I had friends who still had the coal, whatever's in the front of their houses. The coal chutes. Yeah. But they were all off coal. But, like, you know, back in the day, all the houses in northeastern Pennsylvania had the coal chutes installed in them. Right. You probably have a coal chute in your house. You just don't know where it is. Um, right. Because it was just a little window opening. That's all it was. Right. Um, but then you'd have the you'd have the in the basement you'd have the like wh- where it went there'd be like a like a wooden wall next to it right so it would fill up and then the, oh then you have to pull the ashes out we have but you know what I know a guy who still has the coal furnace and you want to talk about cheap Joe yeah uh, coal I think for like a, a small pickup truck which is a couple of tons is like four hundred dollars. And that will last him all winter and some, like, some of fall. You know what I mean? Like, you're not talking 400, like, in the, unless it's a bad winter, then he's got to maybe buy two. But it's ridiculously cheap. Cool. But it's so goddamn dirty. Like, you can't go down in your basement without coming back up and taking a shower. Right. So. Look at that. I'm giving you... You should go back to coal. That's what you need. No, you know, I look at my gas bill now, and it doesn't go up too, too much. It's only three month, three to four months a year where it goes up. Right. My my gas bill is ridiculous in the winter yeah. because my house has literally no insulation between the, the, the roof. Like, the, the, the when you get to the roof, I'm a two-story house. Yeah. To, to, the, to the basement. There is no um, almost no insulation in the walls, so it gets hefty in the winter. Just wear a jacket; you'll be okay. I do. I uh, I bundle up. I put on my Captain Cold parka. Oh, there you and go. I go. And I go to town. So, so I'm sure there's things you want to bring up on After Dark here. I have a question for you. Is it Twitter related? Of course it is. Okay. Um, it's in regards to, where did I see it? I think I know which one it is, but... Because there's... Pawn shop corn on the cob. Yes, please. Okay. And then Long... later, another day, you had a thing that said, shuck your own corn is cheaper than pre-shucked. Yes. 
Okay. So well, <laughs> my idea well, is to rip open the packs and say you did it yourself. <laughs> right. Uh, we'll do that one first because there's always a garbage can next to the, the shuck your own corn. You know what sure. I mean? And that's like six ears for two dollars. And then they'll have like in a cellophane wrapper with like you know the hamburger trays that they put the the, the, yeah. the, the that they put and they'll wrap them and they'll put five shucked ears in for like you know. Four bucks. Four bucks. So you're losing money. But I say, fuck it. There's a garbage can for the shuck corn. Just rip open those, throw them in the bags they give you for the, that you shuck your own. And then you just bury the remains right. of the, the thing you ripped open in the garbage can and just throw some of the old shuck corn, uh, husks on top of it. Who's, what are they going to do? Did you husk that? Like, go to the videotape. Let's spend our time. Go to the videotape. Nobody's gonna bother you. Was it six for two fifty versus five for four bucks? Yeah, it, but it saves time, Joe. It right, saves that's time. true. It's time. That's, it's time. Like, why should I? Why should I waste my time? Now I do notice in your picture. Now, first of all, was that a pawn shop? No, that's that was the store. The pawn shop corn had made me hungry for real corn. Okay. And then I took pictures of that and forgot to post it. What were you doing at a pawn shop? Okay. Long story short. Too late. The the pawn shop um, owed my business some money. The Cinnabon, let's say, some cash. Oh, Todd. This this sounds like (laughs) bad news already. So, as I say, I'll do my best fat Tony. Let's just say they owed me some cash. And I went to get it. No, so he he's he usually uh, he's one of those guys that I have from business that forgets to pay me, so I have to go get it on the due date. So yes, and this is not mob tied in at all. No. Um. So I went to I went to the pawn shop to get the money, and I walked in, and there's a uh, Ric Flair matchbox next to old DVDs next like it's a pawn shop and on the floor is a cool like a beat up cooler that's open with a, a homemade sign that says corn like two you know five years for a dollar whatever and I'm like mm, pawn shop corn yes please <laughs> like could I offer you like as I'm getting the money I'm like he's like could I offer you some and I'm like no I'm good I'm I'm good on the pawn shop corn, thank you. Todd Roker, legitimate businessman. <laughs> That's right. Cinnabon knows no no bounds. Oh my goodness. So is there anything else you wanted to discuss that may have happened over the uh the weekend on Twitter regarding things? Uh the uh quickly. Um the house next to mine is up for sale, so if you want to move in next to me, Joe, now's the time. Nope. Uh that broke my heart. Two, um, I don't know if you know this, but pins are better than stickers. Oh, boy. You lost that round, Joe. Sadly, I did. It's fantastic. And and you, the whole thing where you told me that it's Todd work to hand out pins to people personally. Well, they get pins made. All right. Uh, oh, well, that was, I, well, see, you didn't say that. You I just get, said. No, listen, I lost the vote fair and square. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to be a pin enabler. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, 
I'm thinking I was I was I'm gonna look into pins. The only thing that are is okay, it goes stickers are like the dirt mall of giveaways. Then like pins are like almost the gold standard. But then there's one thing that's above it and I looked into it and it's ridiculously expensive and it's not gonna happen is coins. I wanted to get a long box heroes coin. But those are no. You have to you have to get like the minimum I could find is fifty. And to get them like, you know, you have to get the dies made and stuff. I'm like Right. That's Let's crazy. just say I know a uh I know a company that decided, hey, we could sell novelty coins. Mm-hmm. Um giant novelty coins that are like <laughs> five inches in diameter. Is this Stan? Mm, it's Stan adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> it's Malibu adjacent. Yes. Um, okay. So let's just say mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this was one of the few times where oh, they're six inch in diameter. These items. <laughs> yes. And to get enough of them made, they have to attempt to sell them for fifty dollars a clip. <laughs> wow. And notice, I said attempt. <laughs> no guarantee sales, huh? And. This is one of the few times that Stan was ahead of the curve and said this might sound like a bad idea and no one listened to him. Yeah. So I looked into like regular size coins. Sure. And like the size of like a Sacagawea dollar or something. Yes. This, the long box heroes Ouija. Um, it, they're like two fifty a piece. But there's setup costs and that's like the plainest one. Do you know what I mean? Right. And we want something fancy. Like, yeah, I don't want the 950 one a piece, but I was like, oh, like maybe something on each side. There's like, you know what I mean? Now, listen, but I'm that... just saying, coins are expensive, pogs are not. Ooh. Long pogs heroes? Now, once you get into slammers and everything else like that, then you're adding mm-hmm. cost onto your cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll discuss, because I think pins may happen at some point, because you suckered me into stickers and the t-shirts now i will uh, say this mm-hmm. like i said before i want nothing to do with anything regarding the pins publicly but if you're serious i know a guy right but you'll take the money if we sell them right huh i'll take i okay from all the money that we make from these pins todd yes the thousands and thousands that i'm sure will sell because even if by uh, the poll proof, you know, of the 72 people who voted, 64% of them said enamel pins were better, which is wrong, but again, now, wait a minute. that's 46 so- people. I don't think we'll sell to 1% of that 46 people that voted enamel pins are better. Yeah, but you and we might even uh, we might even get some of the sticker people's money just because they voted for stickers doesn't mean they have to dislike pins. No, no, they do. A vote for stickers, they vote <laughs> against pins. A vote, a vote for a four is a vote again. Yes, but um, no, okay, so yeah, that's the only uh, other thing that I can think of was that uh, if you don't want to move in next door, then pins. <laughs> 
and we'll 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 work on that. And who knows, maybe we'll get around to some long box heroes coins too at some right. point. It's it's all possible. And if I hit the lottery this week because I missed the three hundred million one last week, oh boy, there's another four hundred million one this week. Um, if I do, we're definitely getting pins and coins. Okay. One last bit before we get into um, the announcement of Gallifrey Birds. Oh, God. Okay, go ahead. Okay. No, that's a good one. No, I'm just thinking about what you told me before about Gallifrey Birds, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, so, um, we had an episode of After Dark a few uh, weeks ago where we discussed, like, local radio and just kind of radio in general, right? Right. So, um... I, I probably asked you this before, but I'll ask you again. Are you aware of the local hard rock station around here, 97.9X? Yeah, I know of it. I mean, okay. I don't listen to it much. You don't listen to it much, okay? I'm probably at all. I, if I listen to it, but neither here, go on. Okay. Are you aware of free free beer and hot wings? Are you aware of that, this? Them I know of, yes. Morning show where one man's name is free beer and another right. man's name is hot wings? <laughs> okay, but... <laughs> Go, go ahead. As a wrestling fan, you shouldn't you shouldn't even be making fun of this stuff. But okay. Ahead. Listen, if the show was Repo Man and Rodney, <laughs> or Repo Man and Pete Gas, we wouldn't be having this conversation. That's right. Listen, a man named Repo Man makes sense to me. A man <laughs> named Free Beer does not make sense to me. Okay. Do you understand that? <laughs> no, I don't. All go right. Ahead. So there's a commercial that plays on the radio station for the local gentlemen's club. Mm-hmm. Have you heard this commercial? Not off the top of my head, no. Okay. Which one is it, by the way? You're not going to. I listen. Are, are they a sponsor, Todd? I don't know, but I do have free cards to go to one strip. Club. Okay, it's the one that you have free cards for. Okay, because I was given to them at a gas station in Wilkesbury. Right. Because I was buying uh, gas because, and I as I walked in, someone said, "Hey, you look like a," and I quote, "Not making this up. Hey, you look like a guy who frequents strip clubs. Oh my goodness! Here's some free admission." Okay. So. My son loves ninety seven nine X. Right. Because now he they loves play the hard. He plays, they play the hard rock music. Right. Uh, he is into their advertising. He wants to know what the free beer and hot wings show is. Right. But once he just hears them talking for 30 seconds, he gets bored and wants to hear music. Right. He is also fascinated by the commercial for this local gentleman's club. <laughs> right. Especially when they mention... Where can you see? Hey, it's like, hey, do you want to watch the local sports games? And the guy says, yeah. Hey, do you want to have some of the best burgers in town? Yeah. Hey, do you want to see naked ladies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. My son loves this commercial. Yep. And it infuriates my wife and my mother-in-law to no end. <laughs> but it makes you giddy. Okay. So we're on our way home from Ohio this past weekend. We're listening to the radio, of course. Once we're, you know, nearby uh, the greater scranton wilkes area, 97.9X comes in. Uh, and the commercial comes on. And he is cracking up. He thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. 
<laughs> now, granted, earlier in the trip when we weren't getting good reception, I was doing cleaned up version of George Carlin routines for him, and he also thought those were hilarious as well. Mm. You should be giving him the Smothers Brothers. <laughs> right. Instead. Next. Next. <laughs> right. Um. So I ask him, I go, buddy, what do you think a naked woman is? And he said, it's a girl with no clothes on running around. <laughs> He's close. And I asked him, how old do you think you need to be to see that? Ooh, I want, oh, can I guess the over-under? Go ahead. Is it 12? 20. He's close again. The kid's smart. Right. Now, wait. <laughs> so. Now, quick question. Is... Is your is your uh, bride in the car? Oh yeah, she's driving. I'm asking the questions. <laughs> and how is this going over so far? Let me finish the story. <laughs> okay. And I ask, what are you gonna do if you see a naked woman? <laughs> oh to, boy. To which April interrupts and says, "Tell her to put her clothes back on." To which Asa says, "Do you want to guess?" Uh, don't tell me what to do. I'm going to say booyah. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, while all this is going on, April is doing her hardest not to just <laughs> die from laughing from this. <laughs> right. Because she's got to be stern mother. Oh, yeah. She's got to be, well, no. And, like, I wasn't, like, encouraging it. I was just like, listen, you hear this commercial all the time. What do you think this is? Mm-hmm. That's all. I wanted to tell that story. That is fantastic. Right. Booyah. If only Dad Stractions was still a thing. Oh, I will do Dad Stractions with you. I'm telling you, I'll tell. I still want to do Dad Stractions where you tell your story of whatever fatherly thing you did with your kid, right? And then I will tell you a story of something that is similar that similar that me and my father did that went horrifically wrong, or what I imagine my father would do or say in that situation. That's what After Dark kind of is. It's kind of an amalgamation of all the shows on the network. True. So, now is the time for the announcement of the Gallifrey Birds. Roman numeral number eight. Gallifrey Birds, Roman numeral eight, Todd. Right. We all know what Todd's thing is, but go ahead and let us know, because you had some teases for it or something. Right. So, it is Doctor Who, the movie... Starring Paul McGann as the eighth doctor. Mm -hmm. The doctor is returning home to Gallifrey with the remains of his arch nemesis, the master. Forced off course, the TARDIS arrives in San Francisco on New Year's Eve in 1999. That, that hadn't happened yet. (laughs) So. Oh, this is like future. Yes, because this was 1996, maybe? I'm trying to find out the exact year because I, I forget. But, uh, so. Where the doctor is cru- critically wounded in a gangland gun battle at the local hospital, hospital, Dr. Grace Holloway fights and fails to save his life. Later in the morgue, the doctor wakes up a new man, but he's not the only one. The master has also found himself a new body. As the clock counts down to the start of the new millennium, can the doctor stop his oldest enemy from destroying all life on Earth? Can he, Joe? Can he? Well, since we're still here, I'm going to say yes. It was 1996, that's right, because this is, I wanted to say, 
Uh, last year I wanted to do the the end of the twentieth anniversary of it. Thirtieth anniversary? I don't know. What was two thousand six to? Never mind. I'm done doing that. Twentieth anniversary. Yeah. So. But. So yes, that is a, a the episode. Uh, it's only like an hour and forty minutes, so you shouldn't feel too bad. As I said before, not too many uh, special root beers should you need to get through it. <laughs> now, uh, Todd, on the other hand, he's like, oh, you didn't look up to see who plays the villain in this? Oh, mm-hmm. you didn't look up this, that, and the other thing? And I said, the less looking up Doctor Who stuff I could do, the better mm-hmm. it is for my life. That's right. That way you're not on the government list. Right. Of traitors. So, for Todd, let me set the stage for everyone. Oh, boy. Sicily, 1940-whatever. No. (laughs) El Duce. It is April 2001. Right. Two months prior, ECW went out of business. Just mere weeks prior, WCW went out of business. Purchased. (laughs) By the WWF. Mm-hmm. There is only one game in town. However, in the midst of all of this turmoil, we have WrestleMania. This one called X7, unknowingly for some reason. It's WrestleMania 17. But if Vince calls it X7, I call it X7 as well. <laughs> That's right. Headlined by the second WrestleMania featuring The Rock vs. Stone Cold Steve Austin. The first ever singles meeting between The Undertaker and Triple H. The one that they erased from history for the better part of ten years until they decided we needed to acknowledge it again. (laughs) The second tables, ladders, and chairs match between the Hardys, the Dudleys, and Edge and Christian. And so much more. Now, this is a very long show. Now, I'm letting you, the listener, know that I have given Todd a series of time codes hmm. uh, for him to skip so that we could shave about an hour and a half off the show. Okay. A lot of the stuff is just going to be given to Todd in highlights. Now, if you're familiar with WrestleMania X7, a.k.a. WrestleMania 17, there's one match in particular that I am purposely having Todd skip. And I'm going to ask you, the listeners, not to stooge what that match-off is to Todd. Because next week, on Gallifrey Birds, Roman numeral 8, you are going to witness Todd seeing this match for the first time. Okay. See, now this makes it all kinds of tough for me. Okay. But it does make it kind of easier, because now we're in 2001-ish, you said? Yes. Um, because before you were showing me matches of people I didn't know who they were. Right. A lot of them. Like, I'm, I'm just going to use uh, any, like, because I knew who Terry Funk was or Rick Flair. Sure. But some of, some of the lesser ones, I was like, okay, I don't know who these guys are, so I'd have to go look up on uh, Wikipedia, like, uh, the match, so I could write down their names and stuff like that and, and get what I needed to know. Um so this one, because there's a lot of 2001-y, which is where I was probably getting into wrestling. Sure. Again, for even though I was briefly. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, at least I won't have to go check 
Wikipedia, and that would have the match you don't want me to know about, right? I will say this, Todd. Yes, but I will say this. This is the beginning of the time. Well, actually, it was probably prior to this, where mm -hmm. WWF, especially at a WrestleMania, is heavy on one of your favorite things, which is video packages recapping the feud. Okay. I think almost every single match on the show, save for two, have a video package or a lengthy promo setting up the match. Joe, thank you. You're welcome. Because I think you're starting to get you to understand me. Yes. But, uh, yeah, so this should be pretty interesting. I'm looking forward to it. And you know what? No one tweet. I might not even tweet that uh, WrestleMania 17 is on. Right. You know how I do that? Because somebody's going to say, like, hey, how about that match between Doink and Johnny B. Bad? Or whatever. I'm just making that up. But just that. So I don't get that. I might do this. I might go completely, like, a radio silent during okay. all this. I have faith that our listeners will not spoil this to, for you, being that I've asked them not to. Mm -hmm. With them knowing your wrestling sensibilities and how special a moment <laughs> that this could be. And by them telling you what this match is will ruin that special moment that they will get to share in on. Right. And Todd, you might be thinking to yourself, Joe is hyping this up a little bit too much. I think Todd, you are. I, think, yes. I am absolutely not. I have this weird feeling right. that it is just this is going to fall flat next week. Todd, mm -hmm. I have faith that it will not. Okay. All right. I have faith. Gallifrey Birds, Roman numeral number eight, yeah. Doctor Who the movie, yes. and uh, so I guess we're starting next week with Doctor Who, right? We could go either way. I just sent you the email as well of uh, the crucial information that you need to watch it. The time codes? All your time codes, correct. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll keep them secret. We don't want the Russians getting those. Right. Oh, you have me. You, I don't say this often. I know I don't know how to hype. Like, I wish I was the hype man that you were, <laughs> that I could do. Like, I could say things about Doctor Who that would get you interested, but I know none of it will work. I'm just Todd, getting Todd, you told off. me the new doctor was going to come to my house and give me a million dollars. Yes. I'm like, can, do I have to be home for him to do it? Mm -hmm. Can he just slip it in the door? It is true, but do you understand that I actually get off on the fact that you have to watch Doctor Who's? Oh yeah, like that's really the only other. That's really the only thing that's keeping me going is the fact that I know that you have to, you will have watched all the Doctors in your life. You um, live to punish and mm -hmm. torture, right? I live to entertain and enlighten. Pin <laughs> guy, sticker guy. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. I'm more of a I'm more of a coin guy. Mm. I'm 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 the elite of the elite. I did not I did not know that coins were part of like if I knew that I would have that probably would have split the pin vote. Oh, that would have been that would have natured it. Well, I'll just vote for a third party coins. <laughs> You're just throwing your vote away. 
but yes, so. Oh, I'm tired from this this after dark. Woo. Might not do a regular shark. It is. These Gallifrey birds I hear are huge in in Germany. Oh boy. All right. All right. So thank you everyone for listening. This is episode 143 of Longbox Heroes After Dark, and we'll see you all here next you next week for Gallifrey Birds Roman numeral eight. <laughs>